Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 7 verse 36 is where we ended up last time. Verse 43 says, Simon answered and said, I suppose the one who forgave him more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. If you had any debt, you think about this, any debt that you could not pay, like you were, you were completely broke, you had no ability to pay whatever debt it was, whether it was 500 bucks or 10,000 bucks or a million bucks, if somebody paid it for you, you would be grateful for them paying it for you. In those days, if you had a debt like this and you couldn't pay it, they would put you into prison. Or you could even be put into slavery if you couldn't pay the debt. And so it was a pretty big deal. But in Simon's case, he, he didn't think he needed to be forgiven of anything. I'm a good person. I'm not somebody who needs to be forgiven. Or maybe you've met people like that. I'm a good person. I, don't, you know, I do good things. I give to people. I, I do good deeds. You know, I'm, I don't need to be forgiven of anything. That's just kind of an odd and interesting perspective. Those who've been forgiven much, I, I think it's the same thing amongst us. Those who have been forgiven much, serve much, give much, pray much, talk about Jesus much. When we don't realize what we've been forgiven of, we don't realize that we've been forgiven an insurmountable debt that we owed, then, then we really just don't care much. Ah, it's drizzling. I don't think we'll go to church today. Ah, too inconvenient. And we don't want to give much or to serve much. Or we don't see the body of Christ as important or to give to the work of the Lord or to share, in the, in to share our faith. We don't want to be inconvenienced. They have that attitude. What's in it for me? And I think that if you look at Christianity today in America, this is kind of the vibe. Because churches aren't catering to those who need to repent. They're catering to those who just want to improve their life. Hey, we got a marriage program over here for you, and we, got a, uh, we have a, a finances program over here for you, and, and we just want you to be comfortable. And, and people look at it, you know, they shop around for churches like they shop around for a self-help situation, and they, they find something that's going to make them feel good about themselves. But there really isn't any forgiveness and repentance and, you know, you're a sinner that's mixed in with that. In fact, they've, in a lot of contexts, they've completely removed that whole vibe they don't want to turn people off. But why would that turn you off when deep inside you know that you're a sinner? Deep inside you know that there's some things wrong and then you do everything you can to try to hide that from everybody. But if you're honest with yourself, you know, man, there's, there's a lot wrong with me. There's a lot wrong with my heart. There's a lot wrong with the things I think and the, and the way that I am. I remember when I was in youth group, I, many of you know who Ray Comfort is. Ray Comfort because he's connected with Calvary Chapel, he was a, an assistant pastor at Bellflower Chapel in Hosanna, or Hosanna Chapel in Bellflower, California, rather. And because he was part of Calvary Chapel, you know, we, before he became famous and everything, we 
got his materials and it was they were horrible back in those days low quality no low production quality he'd be wearing this white suit with a white tie and on a white background you know in his fuzzy recording where he's you know giving you the 10 cannons but it didn't matter how corny the video was or how cheesy Ray Comfort looked in those videos his voice got your attention because he's from New Zealand right and he's telling you this stuff and he's punching you in the nose with these words as he's giving you the 10 cannons the 10 commandments and how you've broken each one of them and I remember just sitting there my mouth agape just like wow listening to this display of, of his thing. Of course, he started passing out his most famous teaching, Hell's Best Kept Secret, which now has become the way of the master. But he went to the premiere in California of the Left Behind movie when Kirk Cameron did it. Remember Kirk Cameron? And he was doing Left Behind. And he went up to the table where Kirk Cameron was and in his New Zealand accent says, hey, Kirk, listen to this. And he gave him Hell's Best Kept Secret. And, you know, I thought Kirk will never listen to this thing, but he did. He went home. Ray made some sort of impression on him, went home, popped in that tape, and he listened to Hell's Best Kept Secret. And the idea behind that was you have broken the law. Whether in thought or in action, you've stolen, you've lied, you've committed adultery because if you look on someone with lust, you've committed adultery. You've committed murder. If you hate somebody in your heart without cause, you've committed murder. And he goes through and he, he shows you how you've broken every single one of the Ten Commandments. And Kirk Cameron came to this, this conclusion, and this is what he said in his own testimony. I, in my conversion, I was robbed of my repentance. I was told Jesus loved me and he had a wonderful plan for my life, but I was never told that I was a sinner. And he says he grieved it, that, man, I didn't realize how much I'd been forgiven of, how much Jesus had done for me until I listened to Ray's message. And that's how they partnered up. You know, of course, Kirk Cameron and Ray and did the Way of the Master thing, and that's where probably why Ray became so famous. But, but it's, it's so true. If we don't realize that we're a sinner, then how do we know that we need a Savior? And Jesus would, would talk to this guy about this and, and say, hey, he who... who has been forgiven much, loves much. Remember, Jesus came to Simon's house as a guest. And notice in verse 44, it says, Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. This woman did so much for Jesus. And Simon didn't even do the least that he could do. Has anybody ever said that to you? It's the least I could do. It's kind of a funny saying. We went to Brian and Chandra's house. Our friends, the ones who wrote the letter about Norm on our door, these people... They ha this last week, we were at their house and stayed, all eight, all eight of us, our six kids, me and my wife, invade their house, and everything is set up. Like, they make beds for us, they accommodate us in ridiculous ways, and just love us, and they feed us, and, and they won't, you know, try to do something for them, and they won't even let us do anything for them and they're just so such a blessing have great gift of hospitality and and you know awesome he's a pastor at a church a baptist church independent baptist church in pocatello awesome godly people love the lord great friends lifelong friends and yet one time we went probably about 
six years ago, we went and invaded their house, and it was only seven of us at the time, but they just, like, and it was on short notice, and they, man, they, you thought they'd been planning for us for a month. And I was like, man, thank you guys so much for all that you did. And Chandra said this. She said, well, it's the least we could do. And I was like, oh, it was only the least you could do? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, fine. She's like, knock it off, you know, whatever. Getting her back for the norm thing. But it's kind of a funny, a funny statement, isn't it? You know, you go over the top for somebody, oh, it's the least I could do. You know, of course, it was way more than the least. But Simon had invited Jesus to dinner at his house and withheld the most basic courtesies to honor Jesus as his guest. When, you, when somebody comes, even today, when somebody comes to your house in the Middle East, you kiss them on both cheeks. You know, it's just, what do you do? You kiss them and honor them by, welcome, you know, dear friend. You kiss them on both cheeks. It's like, it's like a handshake in the United States. And then you set them down. And because they'd been walking in the dust and in the yuck, they, you'd wash their feet. You, or you'd have the, the, the lowest servant in the house come and wash everybody's feet who came in. And then after their feet were washed, if you're going to eat dinner, then you would anoint their head with oil. Simon hadn't done any of these things for Jesus. And this shows you how Simon really, in this whole situation, invites him to dinner and then snubs him completely. Like, you are not worthy to even be in my house, but I'm letting you come here. I'm not going to give you the basic courtesies. And, and yet contrasted, this woman comes in. She begins to weep. She wipes Jesus' feet with her hair as she washes his feet with her tears. She takes this oil, which she had planned to do, and she pours the oil out on Jesus' feet, anointing them, and then kisses his feet. She kissed him, she'd anointed him, and she'd washed his feet. And, and Simon hadn't done any of those things for him. In verse 47, Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. So Jesus doesn't downplay this woman's sin. She was a great sinner. She had sinned much. He says her sins are many. But I love that Jesus says this, for those who have sinned much, there is much forgiveness. For those who have sinned much, there is much forgiveness. And I, I, I love that because that's how I got saved. I remember as a, as a young man, and I'd sinned a lot by then at 18, and as I, as I con considered my life and I heard the gospel message, I thought that there was no way I could be saved. I, I had gone to church as a kid, and I had rejected that. I said, I don't want anything to do with that, and I began to live this life just pleasing myself. But that comes at a cost, doesn't it? And every time I did the things that I did to, to try to make myself happy, I just found myself more and more in depression and more and more in, in guilt. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.